Well, nice to be back. Oh, yeah. With so little having happened in our absence, <laughs> yep. I don't even know what we'll talk about today. You know what I haven't heard from in a long time? The ocean. <laughs> <laughs> we have two stories about the ocean yeah, today. Pretty inactive uh, place. Not a lot ocean. going on down there. <laughs> We don't even know very much about it. Yeah. And, you know, when has James Cameron ever been relevant outside of (laughs) Hollywood, you know? (laughs) Did you know that it... I I heard somebody say that it is easier to do a rescue mission in space than it is at the bottom of the ocean. We should fix that. Like, make it easier to do in the bottom of the ocean yeah to make it harder to yeah, save yeah. somebody from space yeah i don't know yeah i pick one i don't just know even just, it just doesn't out. feel make right it, make it more fair yeah 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 well like you know with the ocean you got to deal with like all those freaky sea monsters that's true right yeah. yeah, and there are a lot of sea monsters. I mean, Tons. I mean, the scientific community may not have a consensus on what is and isn't within the taxonomy of uh, monster, right? But I see a lot of animals, and uh, you I, can't explain that. Yeah, no. Well, I just you know, it's like it's like porn. You know, like I can't define it, but I know it when I see it, and yeah. I see a lot of uh, sea creatures. I'm like. That's a monster. There's like that creepy thing that has four legs, like four really skinny legs <laughs> on the bottom of like a big. No, it's dog? at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, sea dog. Oh my god, I'm it's being gaslit. Uh, he's constantly gaslighting me. By the way, <laughs> he's been gaslighting me before we even started recording. No, it wasn't. Continues. <laughs> uh, I missed you guys. Well, I didn't miss David because yeah. I see him every day. Well, I but, mi- I missed you both very dearly. Yeah, and uh, it's it's great to be back yeah, in, we in, in the saddle. I got my chaps on. Yeah, assless, yeah, you got, yeah, you have, yeah, yeah, your podcasting please, chaps. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a little inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's been wearing them for four years. <laughs> <laughs> four years. Yep. So and next- has never cleaned them. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So next week is our four-year anniversary. We have been recording this show for four years, and we are asking you guys to send us your voicemails. Yes. So, and you've been really falling down on the job. <laughs> so, no, we, we have a couple of good voicemails. We would like some more. For my DMZ fans out there, uh, the crossover Iron Reads DMZ community, uh, I am doing the, the spirit bomb gesture, and I am asking the people of Earth... He is doing it, just le- so you guys know. Lend me your, your energy, because, uh, yeah, we're going to make this uh, fourth uh, anniversary episode the bomb, the spirit bomb, if you will. Yeah. yeah qu- questions, so- comments, complaints... Dad jokes. Yeah, whatever. Deepest secrets. Whatever you want. Any admissions to any crimes. We will definitely keep you anonymous, we promise. So the number is 518-308-8798. Stop where you're... Pause this podcast. Stop it. (laughs) Put down everything you're doing and call 518-308-8798. I'm going to try really hard not to answer my phone. It's very difficult for me, but (laughs) I have so far done a good job of not answering my phone give us a call leave us a message we'll play it on the air and we'll talk about it on the air oh my goodness yeah on the the internet air. On yeah. the internet air at the, at the bottom of the sea floor <laughs> <laughs> yeah right we, we we got some new uh company down there yeah this week yeah yeah the titanic still still catching bodies yeah <laughs> yeah so um uh a couple things we learned one the titanic was so close to making it it's I had way no closer idea to land than we were expecting. It was to New England. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Yeah, I also had no idea that there were icebergs that like south. Yeah, and yeah. close to you know Cape Cod. Yeah, yeah it's so, crazy. So uh, yeah, so the captain of the Titanic redeemed. 
um, uh, captain of Ocean Gate uh, Death uh, March uh, Tube guy. Yeah, that guy. That, now, now he's the the asshole. Well, he yeah. he did go down with his ship, yeah. so there's there's a certain amount of respect like, for that. Yeah, like seppuku style, like sure. um, you know, honor has yeah. been uh, maintained. I, I did okay. I so realize, in real time, he has been redeemed. <laughs> I, di- I didn't know <laughs> until yesterday though that there was like a 19 year old on there. That's yeah. sad. And he didn't want to go. Really, his dad pressured him into ah, going. Damn pressured. E. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ooh, e. yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I mean, you have to have a little bit of respect for a CEO who's willing to put their money where their mouth is and just like go, like literally go down with the ship, knowing that you are using carbon fiber that you bought from Boeing on on sale because it was past its shelf life. Come on, yeah, I, the, the that's whole cra- that's crazy. Can yeah. we just take a second to admire how fucking crazy that is? That you're going to go to the bottom of the ocean. In carbon fiber, which according to our expert, James Cameron, is not the right stuff to be going to the bottom of the ocean in. Not good in compression. And you bought that shit on sale. (laughs) You should not have anything on sale. I bet that that video game controller was bought on sale, too. You probably bought that shit on Craigslist. Yeah, it's like like an off-brand Logitech controller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You probably picked it up at, like, Pastimes Legends. Yeah. Like, you know, use. So, uh, yeah. um, I don't have many tips for life. You know, but, you know, one of them is, uh, you know, don't go in a submarine. But no, it's, um, you know, it's like, it, there's some things that, you know, you can save money on, but there are a couple of things it's worth splurging. Yeah. Right? Like. Uh, some things you truly do get what you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like uh, good bed sheets, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, like it treat, you know, that, that, that'll, that'll, you know, uh, uh, pay for itself many times over in, in restful nights of sleep, you know. Um, I, 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 I spend good money on my phone because I use it all the time and I'm addicted to it. Yeah, so I'm I might looking at as that well. phone 12, yeah. 15 hours a day. It <laughs> yeah. better be the yeah. best phone that they make. Right, you know, because like, it's like, like if it's something that doesn't work real great, right, it's going to annoy you a little bit and that's going to add up a lot. How much would you be you willing to pay? It's like an unhappy yeah. marriage. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, just like <laughs> spend the money uh you'll you'll thank yourself later right shoes yeah shoes don't buy cheap shoes don't buy cheap shoes submarine holes yeah and And submarine holes and submarine holes you know it's like especially yeah like also 250k like every everyone that you fit into that minivan under the sea is paying a quarter million bucks yeah i feel like they should be getting their money's worth (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so i don't i don't don't pretend to know how submarines work doesn't make any sense to me stay down there stay stay out of there none of my business yeah none of my what happens yeah. down there is none, none of my, my business. business yeah basically um, my my thing on on homemade submarines is go big or go home yeah you either got to go the james cameron route and like make like the best submarine that has ever existed for the purpose of like going all the way down to the marianas trench um or just stay out of the game right just send a a, a, a robot down there yeah, and if that you know gets crushed, you just build another robot. That yeah. that's another good one. Yeah, yeah. send the robots. Yeah. This is a robots. job for robots. Just look at it on a screen. Yeah. Apparently, their porthole was like tiny. Like, come on, just look at it. There's and it's in front of the toilet. At the, it's they one tiny the porthole in front of the, of the toilet, which actually sounds a little nice. Yeah, well, for you, if you're you're doing if you're dropping a deuce under the in the ocean, yeah, it's like the, but like the everyone world. else is just turns. like smelling yeah. your poop, like it's waiting like for a turn at the porthole. The the most high pressure <laughs> bidet imaginable. Oh, <God. laughs> oh. 
Oh boy. <laughs> Ooh, the injuries. Yeah. Uh, oh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's tragedy. It's it's tragedy when ever a 19 year old fucking succumbs to an unnatural death. Um, his, but yeah, his, who was his, his, his dad's dad. bullying. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that is sad. That's that, too bad. That is sad. But the rest um, of them, yeah. fuck them. But you, you know, it's, four out of five ain't bad. You know, it's way sadder than this. Um, the the migrant ship that went down that was I think meant for like 280 people but it had like over 500 people yeah and like only like a hundred of them survived yeah like that's that's really really tragic and I don't know I've been thinking about that a lot because I've I've been reading the sixth extinction mm-hmm. uh, with my wife and um, yeah uh, we're all gonna go out that way. Well, it, it, I mean, in some way, yeah, yeah. So, something not too different. The big th- takeaway f- that I've been having thinking a lot about, you know, climate change over the last couple of days um, is just like how important like refugee uh, policy is. It's like the the thing to be doing right now. Like yeah. the amount of like carbon that's like locked into our future and the amount of like, you know, uh, ocean acidification that's like locked in at this point and the amount of like, you know, just like inhospitability that's going to increase every single year. If we don't have like an international like openness to refugees, it's going to get so fucking bad. But there's bad. nowhere safe to go. I mean, sure, you can have a good refugee policy, but in 10 years, where is going to be safe to go? My point is, it's you have to judge that safety on a curve, and sure. there's going to be safer Canada spots. Canada will be better than Mexico. When, when it's not on fire. When it's know. not on fire. <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah there's going to be, like, just the, the need for us to not just, like, rip each other to shreds, yeah. to, like, have you know, an erasure of borders and nations and like just treat each other as a human family and like really try to get along. Cause if we don't, it's going to get so fucking bad. Also, do you know what will truly thrive under the conditions of global warming? What? Wasps. Wasps. This is the worst news I have heard about global warming. I hate wasps. I've been stung by wasps many times. I'm sorry about that. I, I am personally responsible <laughs> for, for one of them. For one of them. But like, that's, I, I, I'm kind of being glib, but like there are so many, just like, like wasps are dangerous. There are many, many other dangers that are going to just ramp up so dramatically in the coming years. And so like when I say like there's nowhere that's safe to go, you're right. It should be judged on a curve. But nonetheless, like we are all going to be climate refugees at some point, And there's only so much space for us to go to i mean we are making more space in the arctic so yeah. you know there's there's that at least and who knows what kind of wasps are out there <laughs> oh god or like horrible diseases waiting to be yeah. released by the permafrost but one of the things that the book covers pretty well is that like all of the animal kingdom is climate refugees right now that there's like in certain parts of like peru where they have like very isolated um and not even animal kingdom plant kingdom too uh, isolated like um uh sections that are of varying um altitude they essentially have like a, a like a hundred different little microclimes and they're seeing that like basically everything is going uphill like oh, all God. of the plants are like That's slowly not a metaphor. going high. And that like one of the, the problems with the Anthropocene or the Anthropocene um, is that like we've, you know, cut up the earth into little like lots basically everywhere. And that the ability for animals to migrate across one lot to another to try to move under the pressure of like a changing climate is like 
made that much harder by the fact that everything is divided. So they have to go across roads. They got to go, go across national borders. They got to go across uh, farms and plantations and like all this stuff. And that like every animal on earth is like a climate refugee right now and yeah. like trying to either slowly or qu quickly uh, move toward colder climes. Um, and yeah, we're, we are that too. And we, as humans have like constructed little barriers around all of our lots. And sometimes they're national borders with like militarized, you know, fences and things like that. And sometimes they're oceans that are uh, expensive to get across for the people who are trying to move. And so they and pack themselves yeah. into boats beyond capacity. And it's just like, Jesus, that's fucking, it's, it, it's rough. It's not good folks. Yeah. <sighs> Real rough shit. And uh, 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 in October, uh, my department's going to host uh, an event on uh, that is partially going to be about um, cl uh, you know being the place that cl that refugees go to, like what are starting to be called like uh, receiver cities, right? Like like how do you, uh, which is a pretty cold term, but I don't whatever. Um, yeah, like you know, like, how, how do you get ready and build for like people moving towards you if if you end up being, you know, like, I guess kind of winning the lottery and being a habitable place in the next 50 yeah. years, you know, like the, the even that's going to be a, a, a huge, um, huge fight. And it, it sucks that so many of our cities are just kind of like owned by property developers. So all that they see is just like, you know, cash cow. Yeah. Yeah. It's the ability to like build big to, uh, uh, house people and then bilk them for, you know, uh, any money that they, that they, that they have left. Well, yeah. Troy is a receiver city, uh, for, uh, the exodus from New York city. So sure, lots wait, of, we're, yeah. we have practice. Yeah, yeah. Lots of, uh, Brooklynites uh, <laughs> moving to the, the city and, yeah. you know, welcome just, uh, no, just, uh, you know, keep that shit on, uh, uh in check. All right. You know, stop being willing to pay $18 <laughs> for a cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Get the fuck out of Look here. Look at that and go, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, act like you know act yeah. like you know yeah uh um so also while we were gone uh uh there's uh, uh putin the guy got a mutiny on oh yeah hands. mass labor action yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's a it's the, that's the a way to put it yeah, yeah the wagner group they did yeah. a wildcat strike yeah and uh hey oh, it man. you know it got the goods <laughs> <laughs> they said they were attacked by Russian military forces, right? Which is and probably that's why. Yeah. It's, it's at least possible. Yeah, friendly yeah. fire happens yeah. all the time. Sure. Even I mean, accidental or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. You, you could say they were attacked by um, being told and paid to go fight a war that was totally poorly prepared and they were largely, um, you know, fodder for artillery. Well, and I imagine the fact that there was a huge Nazi presence within the Wagner group. Probably had some influence on whether or not they agreed with the war in Ukraine. Interesting. But it, it, I thought the war in Ukraine was a denazification effort. <laughs> well, so, that's, that would be why they oh, would want to revolt again rather than against Russia. You've got to keep the, these Nazis in power. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not that I'm saying that, the, you know, Russia, that Russia's uh, primary motivation is to denazify Ukraine. But nonetheless, it's very clear that there are a lot of Nazis in power in Ukraine. Yeah, especially in the military. The, and so well, the, the thing seems that seems not not impossible to me that that connection has some bearing. 
like the the thing that I I've been hearing just through reports is that like the Wagner group has been subjected to like the most dangerous fighting and like basically just get, having mass casualties yeah. of yeah. like tens yeah. of thousands and well, like they, they like hire from jails like yes. they just like go to prisons and yes. like do you want to stay in this prison or do you want to like go the front line of the yeah the war? And, and eat well yeah because yeah. apparently yeah. they eat really well well like. You know, I, I saw that that was something that was going to be a major problem when all of these uh, fighters are integrated into the Russian military. Yeah. Is that their, you know, their good eating is about to Oof. get really, shittier, really decline. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I'm, I'm sure, right? So, like, one, one of the, so we'll just say real fast, right? The Belarusian president, um, Krushenko, brokered some deal where Prigozhin goes to Belarus to hide out for a while, and then all of the mutineers basically get folded into. The military, the military yeah. and Prigozhin and the the, min, the head minister of the military, whose name escapes me, uh, hate each other very, very deeply. And so, uh, and, and you were just mutinying. So I'm sure um, this is going to work out great for everyone. And these military contractors, uh, I was reading, they are not loyal to Russia. They are not loyal to Putin. They are loyal to Prigozhin. They are mercenaries. Yeah. 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 They're, they're, they are loyal to well, whoever they, pays they them. They are, well, but well, they are yeah. also, like, there's a cult of personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, Prigozhin is, like, the Eric Prince of Russia. Well, but like, he inspires people. I don't think Eric Prince <laughs> is inspiring anybody to, like, go yeah. risk their lives on the front lines. Um, uh, no, yeah, he, was he is an inspiration he is, to Yeah, he is a small business command. owner <laughs> that uh, um, rose from the ranks of being a caterer. Really? It, which is true. Yeah, he's a caterer. He was, he was a caterer. Well, so, I, I mean, when you I mean, like, about and, it, and like, how far away, really, honestly, is the United States from being overrun, overturned, and you know, deposed by a, a, a small business tyrant? Well, like, I think people happen. think of caterer as like a person who's heating up those like pans with the little butane things. Yeah, the under cer- them. Cer- cer- but uh, when you are the caterer for this, for like the president of Russia, yeah. you are a, lo- a logistics guy. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. you do. You do mm-hmm. logistics. Mm-hmm. What is more foundational to being a private military contractor than? logistics yeah so i mean people are kind of framing that as like oh isn't that funny but to me it's like perfectly rational wait 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 amazon (laughs) (laughs) do not wait to have that into existence Uh, united states of sodexo food services (laughs) oh my god um yeah fucking crazy so i i hear the um the the in the reuters um you know western media propaganda machine that the reason progrosion was um spared is that apparently russia is like doing um a lot of like dirty wars like we are like in the african continent and i don't even know who they're trying to fight or suppress or whatever but apparently they're doing a bunch of like war shit in africa and um putin wants progrosion to like lead that which is to say have somebody who uh those mercenaries will God, like listen a fucking to roman emperor who's just gonna <laughs> yeah. send him to africa to fight there that rules that's wow Jesus. i mean we're doing the same shit yeah like, we, sure like i don't even know how many countries we're, we're like doing military operations in. no one does <laughs> well yeah, i'm sure somebody yeah. well i don't know that's Jet probably <laughs> how many wars are we currently involved in <laughs> Oh man. Uh yeah, so uh uh that's all going great. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. I, I think uh the the either the trial or conviction happened for the um 
Discord um, leaker. Oh yeah, like, that too. The, yeah. the dude who is just like to his twenty, like sub eighteen year old. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, homies was like, oh, here's like the battle plans in Ukraine, and like here's some like you know top uh, secret security footage. And, and he was just doing it to impress them, which is like so sad. That's so like just pathetic soy boy shit. Come yeah. on. <sighs> so look we missed a lot of stuff okay yeah, yeah. you're just gonna have to catch up on your own i don't know what to tell you <laughs> go listen to some other podcast that wasn't taking two weeks off yeah uh, we, yeah we gotta catch up to to normal st- uh, like late breaking news like the fact that marjorie taylor green and lauren bobert are calling, <laughs> are calling each other bitches well that's lauren bobert did not say bitch as far as i know this marjorie time. taylor green said you have been nothing but a little bitch to me okay which the salon uh, uh, URL for it is you've been nothing but a little BH to me, which yeah. is really funny. Yeah, it's adorable. <laughs> um, yeah, this apparently happened on the floor of the house. And I watched video of it and it looks like just a kind of a normal exchange. But um, according to people who are within earshot. The, uh, so we, we should bring up, we, we've mentioned this before. I, I think, Brittany, you have specifically, is that um, we we is the official Ironweed's position that let C-SPAN mic the house floor. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. I want to see booms all yeah. over that yeah. building. We <sighs> should be able to hear this happen. Like this was history, and we missed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't because several sources reported on the on a heated exchange that resulted in Green allegedly calling Bobert a little bitch. According to the Daily Beast, the argument centered on competing resolutions to impeach President Joe Biden. With Green making accusations that Bobert copied her in her efforts. Quote, I've donated to you. I've defended you. But you've been nothing but a little bitch to me, a witness recounted hearing MTG say. And you copied my articles of impeachment after I asked you to co-sponsor them. So pretty serious shit. Also, what are they trying to impeach Biden about? Like, I don't know. It was something that Marjorie Taylor Greene wrote up the first day he was in office. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so maybe I, I think documents. Yeah, I think I think it's about Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Hunter uh, he got uh, sentenced. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Or, or he pled guilty. Well, he pled guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He hasn't been sentenced. Okay. Yet, but he did yeah. Plead but he guilty. Pled, yeah. yeah. He pled guilty. And there's it, there's like accusations that um, the Justice Department uh, uh, slow rolled his prosecution, which yeah. Uh, it yeah. doesn't. I don't know. They probably did. I mean, they probably did. He's a rich, powerful person. It doesn't like, they do that look for all of them. like they did too, too much about it. I mean, like, I let's put it probably this way. Probably incompetence as much as it was deliberate. Let's put it this way. If he wasn't the president's son, he would probably be doing some time. Like, he had, sure. like, a firearm charge um, and a couple other, uh, like, I think, misdemeanors, if not felonies. Like, yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah. But, Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, it's, um... Uh, I, I so I, I started up a, a an alt Twitter account um, recently, or I did, I restarted it. Like I, I had it, and I just wasn't signing into it. So I signed back into it, and I don't think I've signed back into it since like Musk took over Twitter, or at least like made a bunch of changes. And so going back into that Twitter account is an alternate universe of like just like horrifying shit. Like I I had not quite realized that Twitter account follows a lot of right wing yeah. accounts, right? And, like a couple. And that's couple. all it takes. Okay. Right? It's, it's, here's the thing is that like I, I'm pretty meticulous in like my you know, pruning the Twitter tree that I look at every fucking day. Right. So I got I, I've I've made it made it 
as least crazy making as possible for myself. But then when I signed into this other one, because now that they like algorithmically like add stuff based on who you follow and a bunch of other things, I just like I was looking at like basically um uh kill the gays and um the the uh the United States Navy was hiding the fact that they already knew what had happened to the submarine in order to hide the fact that uh to to suppress uh media attention for Hunter Biden. What? <laughs> that wow. that was the my entire feed was those two things. As if that was the that was the those were the only things happening. And so saying kill the gays isn't enough to get your account banned anymore no no, no, no. not even close but don't no, you, you dare do call somebody sis because yeah, you yeah. are gonna be in That's trouble a hate crime. yeah elon what? musk said that sis is a slur and it will not be allowed on twitter yeah what yeah yeah here i can just like go to that, that account right now and i'll just i'll just uh, blindly read the first thing i see a 15 year old white kid was beaten up by six black dudes between the ages of 14 and 17 while playing basketball on monday night in havertown pennsylvania a bystander filmed the attack doing nothing to stop it and posted it on social media that's the first thing next one only one mlb team doesn't have a pride night why uh breaking the coup is over wagner retreating um and something about uh, yeah it's, it, here's another thing about being the enemy of the people about vaccines um there's kevin mccashin people um, are still talking about vaccines oh yeah yeah people will never stop um, talking about vaccines like we, people have been talking about vaccines for 20 years we, we oh, uh, fair, fair i guess here, but here's, I mean, here's we, mike we, flynn talking about barack obama and being a baby murderer like that that that's just that's my account now wow. i don't i don't follow michael flynn right but like that's that's just like what shows up in in your account like by default now wow well i mean i mean my my account is showing me stuff like uh pandas that go hard as fuck (laughs) (laughs) yo can you can you show me that i want to see a panda go hard as fuck it's like a spaghetti eaters out of context it's like all of this weird shit now that twitter is constantly pumping into my feed all quirked up some of it's pretty good it is all quirked up yeah well, good job uh, pruning the tree appropriately for uh, I- your respective uh, objectives. Um, and yeah, uh, shit, I, shit seems I, crazy. I also saw one where it also showed me something like a video of a guy calmly walking into a CVS, taking out a butane torch out of his backpack and lighting like the, the plastic case on fire and just like starts taking stuff at like stealing stuff out of the the uh, like, like some And this box. was posted as if it's bad? Yeah, yeah, and he like puts it in there and just like walks we out. We truly are irreconcilable with the right wing. Yeah, like there's just no. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, it was also like I don't know what he's stealing. I don't know, and you're like I don't. None of it. There's no context for it whatsoever. Was he black? Which I, it's even hard to tell actually oh, really? uh, because he's mat. He's got a mask on, and it's like kind of distant. He might be like a light skinned black dude, or or like or like really tan. I don't know, it was hard to tell. You can only see like the back of his thigh. Yeah, hmm. so. interesting. Wow. So, uh, I'm glad I'm not missing anything. No? Uh, no, Uh, You just listened to all that and you (laughs) took away from it that you're not missing anything? All right. Well, did you not hear me say pandas that go hard as fuck? Yeah, I do want to see that. (laughs) When we we take a break, you gotta gotta show me a couple of pandas going ham. So, The Hill is stupid. I've heard so. Fucking just a dog shit publication. Worst geographic formation. (laughs) Geologic, geological formation. Yeah. 
This article is titled Catch-22, Scientific Communication Failures Linked to Faster Rising Seas. That's not what a Catch-22 Catch is. That, that, that was, that was the first, I, I, I stopped at the headline for a while and I was like, what, what, so like, wait, is the, is it the failure? They're, they're, yeah, it's like, it's if you're failing and then it, the, the consequences of it make sense for the fail. That's not a Catch-22. A Catch-22 would be like the better we are at it, the worse exactly. the problem Exactly. That would have been a Catch-22. Yeah. yeah. The more we communicate, the faster the sea levels rise. Yeah. But that's, so, yeah. the premise of this article is that scientists failed for decades to communicate the coming risks of rapid sea level rise to policymakers and the public. Wrong. A new study has found. Yeah, Look, wrong. I don't need to know shit about this study to know that that is a really stupid argument to make so that, that they've soft pedaled catastrophic risks. how have they soft pedaled yeah. anything we have known what has been a doom and gloom climate <laughs> climate around climate change for decades yeah like literally Did you since not the 80s see inconvenient yeah. truth and you know like reading the sixth extinction like there's just like there's been a absolutely apocalyptic consensus around coming from the experts on studying ecology and biodiversity loss and ocean acidification and all this stuff for decades. And they've never not like been consistent about this. Yeah. Like they came up with the Anthropocene on a geological level as a, uh, in 2016, they finally, uh, uh, like basically overturned the, uh, geological epics in terms of like, you know, the, the Pleistocene and all the various, like, you know, uh, eras of like geological, um, uh, timeline to talk about the Anthropocene, and they described it with like five uh, key facts. And I don't remember them all like totally off the top of my head, but among them is the fact that we've transformed more than half of the surface of the planet into like things that cater only to humans. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that something like a third of the biomass in the oceans is being harvested every year in the form of fisheries, which are like going down. Um, the, the fact that like the, uh, the, the ocean acidification has ha happened to the point of there's more uh, carbon in the ocean and a higher uh, or lower pH of the ocean than has probably been around for 200 million years Ooh, right that, now. That's not good. And yeah. like, they've been really, really consistent. Like this is not the scientists fault. Yeah. If, like you if, said, since the eighties, since before the eighties for a hundred years, if it's their fault, it's that they were the ones that were expert in knowing how dire the circumstances were. And they didn't just assassinate a lot of fossil fuel executives. You, you know, know like, what it, is their fault though, is that they're a bunch of nerds and nobody wants to listen to nerds. Yeah. You know, yeah, but they're is not that cool. Our, that's our fault. They should have gotten like, uh, like Prince. <laughs> Tiny Tim was talking about it back back in the fucking what was that the seventies yeah. like with the kids show where he's like the ice caps are melting. <laughs> La, da, 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 da. I do not know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> All right, we're, 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 we're cutting that audio in right here. That, that's after copyright. <laughs>
was on a children's show? Yeah. All right, yeah. folks. Well, so, noted scientist Tiny Tim of, of some kind of freak on an inappropriate children's show. 1968. So there you have it. We've known for decades. Yeah. The boomers have no excuse. Nope. They saw it. They saw it. They knew it. <laughs> they were taught it. Yeah, by that guy. <laughs> Who seems like oh, a very oh, trustworthy... Oh, oh, oh. Very credible, very credible, very credible source of information. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah, it, yeah. It's a, it's, it's wild to uh, think that the the problem was that there was just wasn't enough communication about it. Also, as if like every news outlet was like, oh, we just can't get enough of this kind of information. Please uh, give us more climate change information. Why aren't you doing anything about it? You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There's like the, like that was not that was never the problem either. Or if policymakers had only been told, they would have been yeah. like. Oh my gosh! Time yeah. to get right on this. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. better start. We better start regulating capitalism. My yeah, we stop we, these polluters. Yeah, we need to end end growth. We need to get to a post growth economy of uh, you know like uh, sustainable uh, living within a solar budget. My 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 man Al Gore was on a scissor lift like showing the graph going up. Right, and he's like, and it keeps going. And, and we had the like, frog animation. Yeah, like that. Know? That was the Even most it animated is not that true guy could that a frog become. will stay in a boiling pot. Right. Yeah. That, that's, they're smarter that's, than that. That's not true. Yeah, that's no, a good. myth. Yeah, yeah. We've the tried. Only, the only the only lot. reason it stays in the boiling pot is it tries to jump out, and people are like, "No, no, fucking this is." No. It gets knocked back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what's happening to us. We know yeah. the pot's boiling. We're not still sitting in the pot. Yep. I'm not on pot <laughs> right now. <laughs> right this moment, he's not. I'm not a frog. So why do you think the hill is b- pushing this? Line? I don't know. So I don't just know. Just get a bunch of oil money. I don't know. Everything's just covered in oil money. So, you know, who fucking knows, man? I mean, this is so the, it says the, the findings from the study were published in Nature Climate Change and suggest a fundamental weakness in the past 30 years of communication by climate scientists, a profound difficulty in assessing the possible impacts of breakdown. So this is true, that it is hard to know what the full exact effects of climate change will be so if you're judging scientific communication based on its inability to accurately predict everything that will result as a consequence of climate change that is objectively true but that's not a problem of communication no that's a problem of the overdetermination of the very fragile ecosystem in which we all live yep so it's a bullshit headline. It's a bullshit article. Fuck you, the hill. And I'm sorry to all scientists of climate who have to deal with this kind of slander. Yeah. It's not fair. And you know, like the hill, like they they've already they've already moved um to higher ground. So <laughs> like they've they've been following the right I- information for for the decades. They just they just don't want anyone else coming up there. They don't want anyone else coming up the hill. So. <laughs> It's the wrong publication to die on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Do we want to talk about Cop City? Yeah, let's talk about Oh, Cop oh real quick. Yeah. Let's, okay. uh, lo- local hot goss. City Council presidential candidate for Troy, um, Emily Men, um, a, uh, you know, real estate magnate, um, sure. a landlord, um, a... Uh, Brain a, genius. A, a vampire on the working class, um, has not uh, paid uh, her property taxes and has something like $255,000 of back taxes. Yep. While having, I think, something like 56 units of yep. mostly 
paying something more than a third of their income every day to her. Certainly uh, more than a third, probably to, closer to half. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that that ain't right. That like, ain't right, Jack. She blames the pandemic when she apparently had tenants who weren't paying that she couldn't evict. That's what she says. So why doesn't she sell some property and then pay her tax liability? That is such a good question, Chris. Yeah. She's got a lot of property she could definitely sell for $255,000. You yeah. have to live within your means. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why aren't you these know, politicians living? You know, set a budget for yourself. Yeah, I also yeah. love that she she referred to it as uh, her family business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is. Oh, she definitely sees herself as like a small business woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's got the small business brain, and uh, and it's it it sucks because like her only so she's in a primary right now, and her 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 opponent also sucks. Like yeah. they both yeah, suck. Everybody who and, runs, nearly everybody yeah. who runs, and I mean like Emily Men. Sure, like she doesn't have the blessing of the of the, of the Democratic Party around here. Like if you drive by Mayor Ben's house, he has a Sue Steele sign up. That's her opponent. She's the she's the establishment yeah, candidate. Yeah, and and so and and if this came out, it's more than likely that they did that on purpose. Like like probably like her she, opponents that's what she's put them claiming, out. And yeah. it seems very likely. That seems so yeah. likely. But there's no yeah, daylight likely, between yeah. her and Sue Steele no, on um, any vote. They've yeah. always voted the same. Like yeah. Yeah. they they both uh give complete disregard to public um uh dissent uh toward uh any like real estate developer. Like, you know, they're 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 on the same team, which is the pro capitalist, pro developer yeah, anti worker, anti uh, renter, anti like citizen team, and it's so weird that they have fights. This is like when the Republicans like did the um, they pulled the rug out under uh, Real and they wanted to throw their weight behind um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rodney. Rodney. Yeah, uh, and it's just like why? Yeah. Like they're spending it's so a, much it's effort. Power. Yeah, but like it's so it's an internal power struggle. It has nothing yeah. to do with representing their constituents or, or anything like that or any material just, change in yeah. the macro effect of what's going on just no it's just specific, an internal power struggle there's also like power clicks like you know, like clicks that 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 have convinced themselves that they do have fundamental disagreements about things but uh, honestly probably don't and it also like on top of all that is that like the city so if you ever go to a city council meeting and the resolution comes up that and they say at the request of the administration that means that the mayor wrote the mayor's office wrote that law, and they're just passing it. Mm-hmm. And and that's like eighty five percent of what they do. So like the city council doesn't really legislate in the first place. Well, yeah, the other so, stuff that they do is like make exceptions to their own rules for yeah. the benefit of like some private developer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's the point? Yeah, I, yeah, it sucks. It's a uh, it's really. Uh, uh, demoralizing yeah. yeah um and it's just wacky that you could run for office without with a tax bill like that like you just shouldn't be allowed to it's a total conflict of interest like that having that kind of debt makes you vulnerable as as a, a, a person working in government and especially somebody who's as powerful as the president of the city council theoretically as powerful as the president of the city council you know yeah you have to actually wield power in order to be powerful but like you know, there's a reason that when political candidates ha- are shown to have lots and lots of debt, it's very, it it hurts their campaign. Because when you have that kind of debt, you're vulnerable to things like corruption, more so than somebody who doesn't have that kind of debt. So it's like ridiculous that also, we would even consider having her. It's a crime. 
it's like a debt that is a crime. Like you're not paying your taxes. Like, yeah. like that. And to, to try to run for like one of what the second most powerful position yeah. in the city that you yeah. owe $255,000 to like, come on. Yeah. That should, that, that should, there should be a, a rule that's like, no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. And there, there is a rule. A there ought to be a law. Yeah. yeah. So Ironweed's voting guide. It sucks. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Don't it sucks vote. out there. I'm not that's, even voting. I'm, vote, I'm punching one yeah. in for Nina Nichols. I like Nina. Yeah. Well, like she's Nina. running for mayor. Yeah. 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 In the I'm primary. Not I'm not that. a Democrat. There's, I can't yeah. vote in the primary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, you don't even need to worry. Not yeah. your fight. This exactly. Is, this is not your business, Chris. Yeah. Well, there's probably a green party ticket that you could vote in. Oh, no, no, no anymore. No, they got They're off. Oh. Yeah, they got nuked. They got nuked. Yeah, they wow. got nuked by both the Dems and the Republicans. Sad story. Yeah. Um, but it has been interesting to uh, watch the Reddit thread um, because uh, the citizenry of Troy is like, you know, like, has class consciousness. <laughs> and, you know, the Troy subreddit is surprisingly a little bit radicalized a little bit oh, there are certainly loud radical voices in multitudes sure yeah which is like great you know like i think that that's cool uh, the mods shut it down though because people were really piling on it got a little too saucy for the yeah. mods yeah yeah but um yeah no like um it turns out uh renters hate landlords yep wild <laughs> wow it's like i wonder why huh. i wonder why they you know they they have such a bad relationship to people who they give over like half of their hard-earned salary doing a job that they really, you know, don't like most of the time uh, to uh, pay uh, for rent, which is artificially really, really expensive, which makes this whole thing even more offensive. Like, it's just such a lucrative thing to own 56 fucking units. And even people who are super anti-landlord will admit when they have a good one. I've seen plenty of people who are as anti-landlord as us. David and I had a good yeah. landlord once. Yeah. He was a fucking lobbyist for Verizon, but you know what? He barely rose our rent in the five years we lived there. He fixed things when they broke. He was very responsive to, to our needs. He was a good landlord. Yeah. He's still up against the wall yeah but you know <laughs> you're, you're, but he wasn't a bad landlord right? yeah you're, you're gonna be wesley snipes crying like holding the revolver <laughs> right yeah uh, but yeah uh <laughs> i mean i think that's the way emily men works too which is to say like i think emily men has been extremely good to like five tenants which like she's good know, to the rich tenants who like, live like downtown yeah, yeah like fight to the death in the forums to defend her <laughs> yeah <laughs> My lord has been quite honorable. <laughs> I only have to give give her a third of my grain. Oh my god! All right, uh, all right. Cop City. Yeah. yeah. Th thank yeah. you for indulging yeah. that. No, no. I'm That's, glad you brought it up and yeah. needed to be discussed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Cop City saga continues. And in this case, there's a bit of uh, um, uh, division in the ranks uh, to continue this uh, this theme. Uh, where um, the assigned prosecutor that had to uh, say in front of a judge, jury, and presumably God. Executioner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, uh, uh, that, that a legal observer was a domestic terrorist. Wow. Right? It's like, it, it's like they slapped pretty much everyone that they rounded up after um, setting fire to so like some construction equipment. Uh, they, they rounded up basically a bunch of people that were muddy at a festival, and they were like, "You were uh, doing that," and uh, and so the, which they full, freely admit that they cannot prove that 
m- being muddy at the music festival can means that you means set that cars you, on means fire. that you committed arson right, right yeah um uh but there it, it, and it's and it was particularly concerning for this prosecutor that like they wanted to charge a legal observer which you know is someone that is usually usually wearing that like bright green hat that high vis hat uh, and um is basically there to be a, a witness uh, for events, and uh, uh, and this is a lawyer that I guess you know has some level of scruples that understands that like that's a very slippery slope. Um, Generally, legal observers are off limits. Yeah, from police, from prosecutors, like you can't fuck with legal observers. But you know, yeah, in this case, they, they're willing to make an exception. Yeah, so um, so this uh, this uh uh prosecutor left it said that she's not gonna try the case um but that does that all that that means is that it just goes back to the gonna elect, find a worse the, prosecutor yeah well it goes back to the elected district attorney that's that's like put, that did this in the first place yeah so it, it doesn't um save anyone from anything and i'm sure or i guess i'm not sure but i i would assume that maybe she had some sort of um you know internal qualms for you know in her head like well maybe i should stay on this to make sure that to like soft pedal the prosecution i don't know i don't know what i don't know how you make that decision um i mean i don't think they can do that i think you have to try your case to the best of your ability i don't think you can just like do a shitty job (laughs) show drunk (laughs) Uh, sorry i've lost my papers your honor uh i don't DeKalb County District Attorney Sherry Boston is her name, and she, uh, and because she is uh, basically um, walking away from the case, citing disagreements with the state's Republican Attorney General, um, it now falls to the Attorney General, sorry, I said District Attorney earlier, uh, Chris Carr, who um, has oversight regarding the more than 40 additional cases connected to the Stop Cop City movement. But I would say her walking away probably does draw a good amount of negative attention to this case. People are not going to take kindly to, I mean, I don't know, some people, I don't know what fraction of people are not going to take kindly to a legal observer being, you know, prosecuted for domestic terrorism. Yeah. That's not going to play well. Yeah. She said in an interview, uh, an on-air interview that, um, uh, the attorney, she had some dis- uh, had some differences about who should be charged and what they should be charged with. <laughs> that was, uh, which, yeah, that's, that that's pretty much all of it. That's of all of it. her job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be- uh, and this is where um, uh, 23 people were charged with domestic terrorism on March 5th after more than 150 mass protesters stormed a construction site torching equipment while throwing projectiles at fleeing officers. Um, God, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah f- seriously. Um, like I, we've said it before, but I have to say it again. Super hats off to the uh, resistance to this fucking disaster of Cop City. Well, um, ex- except for those bright green neon hats for the legal observers. Keep those on. <laughs> those <laughs> yes, hats yes, should not go off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, need, you need those. But seriously, Ewok mode. Um, like. F- f- my deepest, deepest gratitude to the people who are putting themselves on the line to, uh, to do what's right here. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Wildflower. Yeah. Blue whale populations off the coast of California, Pacific blue whales specifically 
are their numbers are rising. There we go. This is due to a couple of conservation efforts that have been taken. One is uh, regulations on fishers. Fishers? Yep. The fishing industry. Fisher people. Fisher folk. um, About the kinds of nets that they are allowed to use because a certain type of net that they've been using since the 1970s results in a lot of entanglements for blue whales. Oh. um, And other kinds of whales, too. So regulations on the kinds of nets that they're allowed to use. And then also the use of designated shipping lanes for uh, cargo ships that avoid whale habitats and also reduction in their speed so that they reduce collisions. Uh, Shipping collisions with blue whales were estimated to kill about 18 whales a year. Wow. So shipping companies have agreed to reduce their speed and to only use designated shipping lanes that can be altered as whale populations are moving. So as scientists are able to track whale movements, they can alter shipping lanes and make sure to, that they reduce collisions as much as possible. Wow. All right. And so because of these efforts, not only are blue whale populations rising, but also humpback whales and um, walruses and uh, sea lions up the up the coast of northern the northern Pacific. So okay. do we need walruses? Um, they're a pretty walruses. important part of the ecosystem. Are they? Okay. You know, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I yeah. can take or leave walruses. Yeah. I, well, you know, it's, if we need them, that's fine. I th- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It's all a web, you know? Like, yeah, I think they help. Start yeah, but I mean, like a poking the thing, the thing about, well, well, yeah, well, yes, you can. That's the whole point of a web, right? So it's like multiple points of connection. So it's fine. If you can yeah. take one out and if I, and if we're like of all of those animals that you're talking about. Maybe Walrus. a web is the is a bad metaphor. Maybe it's um like a a a, a, a Jenga a, <laughs> a Jenga tower. Yeah, Jenga yeah, tower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you can take like, some yeah, of those sure, out. Maybe you can take some out and yeah. it'll be okay, but you don't know which ones you can take out. That's true. That's a great analogy. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Brittany. Yeah, I just came up came up with that off the top of my yeah. head. Yeah. First one I would take out, the walrus. <laughs> <laughs> Are you intimidated? What, yeah. I, what's your problem with walruses? I don't know. Is it the tusks? They intimidate you? No, no. They're just kind. Of, they're just kind of like wet pandas, who I also just don't get rid of them. I don't know. I, I hear these wet pandas go hard as fuck. <laughs> 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 All right. I think that'll do it for us, right. right, fellas? Yeah. Thank you so much good. for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't already stop whatever you were doing and leave us a voice, first of all. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why yeah. didn't you why, <laughs> why didn't, didn't you, you stop what us? you were doing earlier in this episode when we asked you to? That number again is 518-308-8798. The episode is over now, so you have no excuse. You got to call us. You got to leave us a voicemail. Oh, uh, I also just wanted to give a big uh, thanks to Andrew Lynn, who uh, appeared on a bonus episode. So that's also on the Patreon. And that's just me and my buddy Andrew from Zombie Giuliani and Troy Bike Rescue um, fame talking about uh, the cooperatization of his enterprise, the More Trees Arborist Collective. Uh, So if you're interested in any of that, sign up for Patreon. Hell yeah. Thank you, Andrew, for doing that while we were all on break. Uh, we're about to record a bonus episode on William Dudley Pelly, noted, uh, screenwriter, 
uh, esoteric spiritual leader and uh, the Hitler of America. So <laughs> that should be a pretty interesting episode. You can listen to that on patreon.com slash ironweeds for as little as $1 a month. And we hope that you like the episode. Finally, a Hitler for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. Ironweeds Pod. And on Instagram. Ironweeds Pod. And you can shoot us an email. Why don't you? At Ironweeds Pod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace.